Well, hello again from the Granite State. My name is Gary, and this is the Restoring Main Street Podcast. As always, thank you for joining me. It's been a while since we spoke, or since I've decided to do a recording. Um, been a lot of things going on around the world, and I'm sure every one of you doesn't live under a rock, and you're very much aware of what it is that I'm suggesting, whether it be um, Afghanistan or the continuing issues here in this country, whether it be concerns about school, concerns about COVID, um, battles and discussions, different opinions on all of these things. And part of that is the reason it's taken me so long to sit down and record again, because there's so much to think about. So with that in mind, what, what subject could I come up with tonight that, um, that made sense? And I think it kind of relates back to the last couple of podcasts that I did in that um, all of this can make you feel uh, kind of hopeless, a little maybe insignificant, um, worried about so many aspects of your of your own life and what's going on around you so i'd like to perhaps offer up um, a way forward or or a way to uh, exercise a little bit of um, positive direction and uh, just something we can do instead of feeling perhaps so hopeless so let's try getting into that and let's start the program. So like I said, um, all of what's going on nowadays can make you feel very um, very hopeless, very concerned about um, just life in general. Like I said, every aspect of your life seems to be something that is no longer a casual discussion. It's, it's intense if, if you're focused on what's happening around you. And like I said, you can feel hopeless. So how do we try and move beyond that? Well, it takes a certain amount of courage to a certain, in a certain degree. Yeah, that was great English, but, and sometimes you need a little bit of a guide and to give you some direction or, or at least a tool to use to try to, to function and um, make an effort, like I said, to make a difference. So I was reminded this past week um, through listening to another podcast uh, about some of our leaders that we've had in this country, and one in particular, um, Martin Luther King Jr. And MLK had um, a specific approach to the goals and uh, aspirations that he had for his movement. And in order to keep things in line or to have 
a functioning game plan. He sat down and solidified something he calls um, his MLK's Ten Commandments of Nonviolent Civil Disobedience. And this is greatly in part um, or what actually gave his movement, besides his, um, his faith and that faith-based approach, um, what gave us so much success. And I know those of you um, watching, uh, in light of what we've learned over the last couple of years about MLK, might decide to initially disregard what it is I'm saying or what I'm about to share with you, um, start to point out his flaws and his faults. Uh, like I said, some of the uglier side of, of the man that he was. Um, and I guess my argument is you could look at any particular individual throughout history that we discuss that has been uh, put up as an example or someone to follow. And each and every one of them, including myself, and um, whether you care to admit it or not, all of you, we're all flawed. We're all flawed. And I guess my point uh, before I move forward is that if you're looking for the perfect example, um, perfect teachings on how to deal with things, um, honestly, they only come from one place, and uh, that's a divine place in my belief system um, through God and Jesus Christ. But when it reverts to man, we're all flawed. But you can't take just the faults and that is just the sum of the individual. You have to accept the flaws and the great achievements of anyone that we choose to look into or, or look at from history and use it as, as an example. Because that's the, honestly the only fair way to, to look at them is to look at them uh, as a whole, all of what they were. So regardless of MLK's flaws, regardless of my flaws, your flaws, um, guidelines and a way to move forward is kind of what I'm working toward tonight. And I apologize if I'm kind of um, going a roundabout way and rambling, but I just wanted to preface reading down through these um, with that with that particular um, perspective first. So this was something that MLK, this, this um, Ten Commandments of uh, Nonviolent Civil Disobedience that he would hand out to anyone that was considering joining the movement, uh, that was going to march, and they had to read down through all of these, and they had to agree to them. Had to agree to them, had to sign at the bottom when they were finished, and basically pledge to follow um, these Ten Commandments. And if, I'm, uh, if memory serves me correctly, um, and if I'm wrong, I'm sure somebody out there will point it out, but I believe in one particular instance, um, one of his daughters um, 
was marching uh, for the cause, and she stepped out of line out of these Ten, ten Commandments and um, I believe lashed out um, in some way or fashion. I don't remember the full story. I just uh, kind of remember the gist of it. And uh, at that point, um, he asked her to no longer march with them because she violated um, one of these Ten Commandments. So he was serious about this. And with everything that's going on today with all of us, if you know, you're looking for a way to feel um, at least like you're doing something, attempting to do something, civil disobedience in a nonviolent fashion, in my opinion, is the greatest tool we can exercise. It's, it's part of our voice, and more of us need to exercise that muscle. The only way a muscle gets stronger is if it's used. And I think a lot of us, uh, including myself in, in a lot of ways, have gotten complacent. And uh, that muscle is weak, and we need to exercise it again. So let me read down through these, and I'll just share these with you. And uh, I pray that it gives you... Um, tools that you can use. So to preface this, um, at the beginning of this list, he has written, I hereby pledge myself, my person and body, to the nonviolent movement. Therefore, I will keep the following Ten Commandments. Number one, meditate daily on the teachings and life of Jesus Christ. Now, I know a lot of, uh, a lot of people nowadays, uh, just at the outset with speaking those words, um, are going to perhaps find some difficulty there. But I encourage you to stop and think about this, um, even if perhaps you're not as religious one to, the, one to another, I still remember a time when each of us believed in a lot of the Judeo-Christian principles that were involved in this idea or this biblical worldview. And whether you're a regular churchgoer or not, understanding the teachings of Jesus Christ and some of those um, biblical principles added a lot to people's lives and gave them a structure to go by. So I still believe that that first one um, honestly causes you to calm yourself, to perhaps not focus so much on self and more on higher aspirations. So I think it's 100% very much relevant. Number two, remember always that the nonviolent movement seeks justice and reconciliation, not victory. And that is extremely important. I can see why that was number two. Um, because if you go into something like this, attempting change, and you reduce yourself to winning, then you've defeated your, your, your cause uh, before it's even started. You're not looking to win. You're looking to illuminate a set of principles and beliefs. And by the nonviolent approach, 
and seeking justice and reconciliation, that's how you can move forward. Number three, walk and talk in the manner of love, for God is love. You've heard so many times that uh, you, know, you draw more bees with honey than vinegar. And honestly, you accomplish more things with love than you do um, hate. Love is all-encompassing. It's forgiving. Uh, it seeks that, seeks that rec reconciliation and um, as opposed to, like I said, winning. So walking with God's love in your mind um, is also very important. Pray daily. This is number four. Pray daily to be used by God in order that all men might be free. Now this gets back to the essence of um, MLK's movement in that he looked or wanted America to look at its founding principles and what it promised and lived up to those principles, but he also wanted to look at society um, without color, that there's no definition there, that a man is a man and mankind includes all women, children. There is no separation there. So I can see, I think we can all see that um, by using that principle, it is another strong way to move forward. Number five, sacrifice personal wishes in order that all men may be free. We spend a lot of our lives, um, and it's just the nature of man, um, focused on self. I'm just as guilty as anybody else. Um, you get wrapped up in your everyday, and you focus on self. If we could start focusing once again on our neighbors, on sacrificing personal um, wishes, and asking, you know, what does God wish for me today? What is my purpose in walking in God's light and in God's path today? And all of this is going to come from a biblical point of view, because that's who Martin Luther King was. And like I said in the past, that was never an issue in the United States, that uh, coming from a Judeo-Christian um, foundation, even if you weren't all that religious, a majority of the country understood what all of that meant, and that was, that was never a problem. So thinking of others first as opposed to yourself and what God wants is a way to move forward and stand in that nonviolent spot and work toward change. Number six, observe with both friend and foe the ordinary rules of courtesy. 
And it goes back to, to, to winning. Um, you can get so heated when you're in a discussion and debating uh, from opposite points of view. It's very easy to get, forget about being um, courteous and listening and making point, counterpoint back and forth and having a discussion, a civil discussion about things, something we've gotten away from in this country. Um, so much focus is put on dividing us as opposed to um, being courteous and having a, a meaningful discussion. So once again, number six, a, a very, very important commandment. Number seven, seek to perform regular service for others and for the world. Again, it goes back to serving those around you. It's amazing how much change will happen in your own life when you start to focus on other people and not so much yourself. It's amazing how um, doing that, the things in your own life seem to come into focus and I'm not asking you or suggesting that you disregard, you know, the things you need to stay on top of. But seeking to serve others um, gives you a better perspective on, on your own life. And again, something that's very important. Number eight, refrain from the violence of fist, tongue, or heart. Again, that, that gets back to um, trying to win, lashing out, um, losing focus on what it is that your goal is, what you're trying to share. And as soon as you become um, the viper in the discussion, as opposed to being calm and just sharing your ideas and, and your goals and the reason you feel so strongly about them, is different than, like I said, trying to resort to using your fist or lashing out with your tongue or even having hate in your heart. Number nine, strive to be in good spiritual and bodily health. And if you, um, if you focus on those things what it is that you take in spiritually and um, you know through what you consume that is that is a good place to start you start to focus like I said on um, the bigger picture and you keep mind body and spirit in a good place and strong and um, that obviously uh, has many, many benefits beyond the obvious. And then number 10, follow the directions of the movement and of the captain on a uh, demonstration. And this was more for um, if you're marching in public and a lot of this is, is where the focus uh, came in for MLK's movement and, you know, seeking a, a better, better atmosphere, a better way of life for the black community. 
he understood that as soon as you resort to violence, that it's difficult to um, distinguish those that are perhaps on the other side from those of you that are attempting to make positive change. As soon as you raise a fist, um, it's easy to question uh, both sides. And it draws away from the actual movement itself and the topic at hand and the principles that you're trying to put forward. And then at the very bottom, at the end of these Ten Commandments, like I said, um, this is uh, the last statement. It says, I sign this pledge having seriously considered what I do and with determination and will to persevere. So we also understand or understood that when you're working toward these things, that persevering, steadfastness, staying focused on well, these principles and the things you're trying to achieve and not looking to win, looking for that reconciliation. Um, that was how you stand out differently from uh, every other movement. I mean, we've, for the sake of bringing some dark into a subject I'm trying to make light, um, we have seen over the last year and a half those demonstrations across the country that were not civil disobedience. They became violent, and you see the destruction and the chaos that's left behind. And I question um, the message that that brings, the focus that it takes away from your actual goals and what it is that um, you're trying to share with um, the rest of your community, if, it, if it's a local thing, um, or nationally, if you're looking for you know, just a larger voice. But either way, losing focus, um, trying to win, like I said, not looking for the conciliatory uh, aspects of a discussion, um, anger. None of those things, those are selfish things. They satisfy you um, in that moment if you give in to them. It's easy to get angry about things and give in to that rage. And you vent, and you might feel better for a few minutes. But then if you ponder and look back on how everything went down, if you replay that um, bit of tape in your own mind, um, I have a strong suspicion that in the end, um, what you were trying to achieve was, um, was lost, or at least a good portion of it was lost. The impact was lost. So again, I, I brought up this tonight and wanted to share these things with you. And you can look this up online. Again, it was MLK's um, commandments, Ten Commandments for um, Nonviolent Civil Disobedience. And read down through them yourself. Um, 
like I said today, it's, it's so easy um, because so many aspects of our lives are being attacked from every angle. Um, so much attempted change is going on. So you ask yourself, how, how can I be effective? What can I do? Well, this is, I'm, I'm hoping by sharing this with you, it gives you something or a way to feel like you can make a difference. So that's my goal tonight. Um, that's it. And um, I hope it helps. I pray it helps. And um, as always, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to remind you as far as uh, restoring Main Street that um, you'll find us on YouTube, you'll find us on Gab TV, you'll find us on Rumble. I'll uh, post links to uh, different other social media platforms. Excuse me. Um, Getter, Twitter. Uh, post a link on, on Facebook, obviously, to, um, to receive this content. Um, I have an Instagram. I have a Twitter account, all Restoring Main Street Podcast. If you look for our Restoring Main Street or Restoring Main Street Podcast, if you search those, you should be able to find my content. And um, also uh, on uh, Spotify as well, if you search Restoring Main Street um, you should be able to find that, find it there. So however you want to consume the content. And I would really appreciate it if you find um, value in this, if you would share it. Share it with your friends, um, family. Encourage those. Um, like, follow on all those different platforms. Comment. Um, always interested to hear um, your opinions about these things because um, that interaction is, is something that I seek. So I, can, I want to hear from you. I, I, don't, I don't do this only for the sake of me sitting in front of a camera and just talking. I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as helpful, I pray, as I can be with what I try and share with all of you. So I hope you can appreciate that. It's with the best of intentions. So. And as always, um, I'll leave you with this. Um, God, freedom, and family. Because if we lose the first two, our families are definitely doomed. So once again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for stopping by to um, listen. And like I said, please consider sharing us with a friend. Thank you and God bless.